combination of gearheads. John the instigator, Derek the conservative, Will the builder, Sean the racer, and maybe a guest invite you to listen while we sit down, have a drink, and discuss cars. subscribe to the podcast with no driving gloves. Time now for the ride. How how's the new year going for everybody? Are we looking forward to it? Or are we already regretting it? Or I think it's going good. I haven't, I mean, I've been just working my butt off as usual. So, but nothing bad yet. I said, I'll just give it time for the bad stuff. Don't say that. <laughs> don't, say, don't say that. You're supposed to be happy and, and you're, you're the happy guy. Are things going well? Are, are, are things? Oh yeah. I mean, we're, we're slammed, slammed at the shop, got a full staff. Uh, got an, another guy coming in at the end of the month, um, an experienced guy. So that's always beneficial. Um, have took a, a little bit of a break on the TV show side of things and be kicking that back off very soon and finishing up season two. Are you uh, airing episodes yet? Uh, we never got an update when when the show premiered or has it premiered. Uh, no, it has not premiered. Um, been a couple little hiccups at the editing place. Um, but getting all that straightened out and, um, I wouldn't say there's anything wild or crazy, but, uh, just, you know, just a few little things just kind of add up to a bigger thing and, uh, but they're getting it straightened out and then the holidays rolled around and, I mean, you know how that stuff goes. So yes. I don't understand how the, you know the the Christmas and that the end of the year. It's just another day off. I mean, just because we change a the big date on the calendar, uh, I've never understood the uh, everybody take the last two weeks of the year off and let's relax. Um, I'd much rather do it in spring I'm, or fall, but because I'm, some of us I'm don't take time way. off, John. Huh? Until the holiday. It's because some of us work really hard all through the year. And at the end of the year, when everybody else is off is the slow time. So we can actually take time off. See, I, I, I had just told Will that uh, yesterday was the first day that I had zero contract jobs to do for anybody uh, since uh, November 6th. That was the last day that I took off. And that includes I worked Thanksgiving. I worked on Christmas. And normally, I I do not work on my birthday. I will do exactly whatever I want on my birthday, and nobody's ever made me go into an office. But I decided I needed a little bit of time on the 31st in the afternoon, so I actually went and did a, even a couple hours on my birthday. So it's the first time I ever did a contract job on my birthday. And, yeah, I'm pretty sure I even texted you on your birthday to say happy birthday, and you did not respond. So clearly, you don't do anything on your birthday. <laughs> I don't think you did. Maybe you did. All of us did. I'm looking. <laughs> He's still got records. He, he keeps permanent yeah. records. Anything cool going on in the shop or the music? Yeah, well, uh, I'm going to say yes. Yes, he did. Uh, let's see here. I've got my ex-wife, my oh, Derek. And Sean's wife. So I am in I am a class of my I think that was me on her phone. <laughs> oh Lord. So did we all get did we all get what we wanted for Christmas? All our listeners sent the things to us and uh I, I did. Never... Yeah, I got a uh, red eye. Listener sent me a red eye. It was really cool. And I I really appreciate it. It's it's the the charger that I really wanted. Oh, I thought you meant somebody punched you in the face. It's probably more likely. <laughs> it's definitely probably more likely. Oh, I thought you meant somebody sent you an airline ticket for a red eye. A red, yeah, I got a red eye. To, <laughs> going to, I went out to Vegas. What's what's happening, cool vehicular man? Is there is there anything amazing going on in in at Big Oak or at Corvette Museum to talk about? We're getting ready to paint that Impala, so Ooh. that's pretty big. Cadillac's pretty much ready for the interior shop, so. You know, we'll have we'll have a couple of big builds coming out. What about the early this year? If there's a place to let them come right, out, at. if there's a place to go. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. What about that? You know, for the Impala is to go. You gonna have twenty inch blades on that bad boy? 
Um, it does have 20 inch blades. Yes, it no, does. Spinners. Uh, <laughs> 20 by 12s in the back, 20 by eight and a halfs in the front. Sitting really, really low to the ground. You cannot see the top of the tire. You can't in the back. You can't even see the half of the tire. So anyway, sits really low to the ground. And that's a that's a pro touring car, isn't it? Like pro touring ish or? Oh uh, no. no. Okay, no, I, did, I no, thought far, far from pro touring. Okay. Um, it's kind of got a '60s kind of oh, cool. custom with a little bit of Euro flair kind of thing going on with it. It's kind of weird. Interesting. Um, it did don't really fall into any category of nothing. Um, it's not a custom. It's not a, you know, traditional hot rod. It's not a pro touring car. It's just a um, cool car. It's just a bunch of crap that me and Dan Duffy. That looks good. Yeah. I know. mean, it's, that's cool though. I mean, it's, um, it's the color combos a little different. I told the interior guy what color I wanted to do the interior, and he goes, oh, that's ballsy. And I'm like, no. Yeah. Is my name Will Posey? So uh, uh, I was like, let's make it happen. He goes, oh, we can make it happen. I was like, all right, cool. You should have had him uh, ballsy on the headrest. <laughs> yeah. So That should be, should be the car. Yeah, ballsy. Actually, actually ballsy, Will's ballsy. doing the retro thing, and he's got a set of truck nuts hanging from the that's back. Perfect. I do. Sweet. I do train horns, you know. Yeah. Um, the car, the car's name is actually Bursted. Close enough. Bursted Ballsy. It, it's they kind of go together. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bubble top we chopped the top on, so. Oh. You know, okay. We burst the bubble. I'm going to ask you, and I'm sure if anybody understands, if, <laughs> if anybody has chopped the top, they understand the difficulty of this. You pop, chop the top of a of, of a bubble top. What the hell did you do with the gla- for glass? Did you j- lean things or like you did a little bit on the dart or did you have all new windshields, all new rear glass, all new whatever made for it? Or not only did we chop the top, we made a new roof skin and made the front windshield. So we only chopped it about three quarters of an inch, but the front windshield and the back glass is about four and a half inches shorter than a stock 61 Impala hardtop windshield and back glass. I can't stand the way the windshield sticks up above the side glass on those cars. So we, we, we made a new roof skin and rolled it down to where the top of the windshield and the top of the back glass is on the same plane as the side glass. So, uh, yeah, with that being said, we had, uh, one-off custom glass made from AM hot rod glass. Holy crap. That so, sounds like there was a lot of maths involved. It's, um, you know. I'm sure I'm sure there was a comma or two that... <laughs> way more complex curves than my brain wants to get involved with. Yeah. That's, that... and, and, and to add level of difficulty on that, we kept windshield trim and back glass trim but the trim does not sit on the body and sit on the glass the trim is flush to the body and the glass is flush to the trim Uh (laughs) Uh uh-huh uh-huh i'm sitting here thinking i'm on these i'm on this uh bradley gt facebook group and everybody whines that you can't get a, you can't get a windshield for a bradley gt2 obviously you can yeah know, it might cost you eight times the value of the car i mean <laughs> you just don't want to pay the money for a windshield for yeah absolutely but good lord man that's is it something that is going to be immediately noticeable when you walk up on the car or are you going to have to is it something that you're going to look at like it, after the thing's all done and it's out in the wild? Are people going to look at it and go, "Why is that different?" Like, or is it? It's it's one of those. It's kind of sneaky, gotcha. you know. Um, if you really really know the cars, you're going to know something's different immediately. You'll just you'll feel it, even though you you won't be able to go. It's this. You'll just feel like that's something weird. 
so the the whole body's been reverse wedge cut on that car too. I mean, there's a lot there's a lot going on with the body that's been changed. But we left the vent windows. We left stock door handles. So, you know, it's it's kind of a lot of people are like, well, that's dumb. You do all this custom work and you put vent windows back in it and stock door handles back on it. It's to trick you to think nothing's been done to it, you know? And it's uh, something I remember back with your dart is all the little subtle. And when you walked me around and we went, you know, you went over probably 20, 25 modifications you did do it. And it's, you know, you said three quarters of an inch chop on this Impala and you did whatever a two inch or and, and or a three inch down to a two inch, you know, angled chop or whatever, and slightly move the wheel wheel wells and stuff in, in that car. That's one thing I, I like about what you build is all the subtle things. Because every time you look at the car, you can find something new. But if you don't know the cars, you don't realize anything's been done to it. But if you know the cars, like you said, you, you could sit there and you can spend hours figuring out, did he right. do this? Did he do that? What's the, you know, what's the subtle, subtlety? Right. Uh, it's, and, and you know, this, I, this car even has a stock grill in it. It's, it's pretty sneaky. Wow. But the hood, the hood has been brought all the way back to the windshield. We pocketed the cowl and extended the hood back to the windshield. That's also pretty well flush with the trim when the hood shuts <laughs> of the windshield trim. For define, because I, I've never heard the term reverse wedge cut before. I, I'm a racer, man. I, I, I There's no one that I've ever walked up to in a sports car paddock and, and had them say, we reverse wedge cut our 430 GT car. <laughs> it, it doesn't happen. You should. It'd be more. I probably would. What? But what? What <laughs> the hell is it? I. I'm... All right. So obviously, a wedge cut is you take a pie section out of a car. All right. So you take more out of the front than you do out of the back, okay. and you know, like through the middle, angles the middle a little bit. It angles it down. Well, in this Impala, we wanted to run uh, all aluminum. 409 which is 509 cubic inches you know it's a big tall beefy engine uh we're running a a 6-2 setup on it which is all throttle bodies it's not carbureted so by the time we got all of that packaged in um there was not room to wedge cut this car the owner dan wanted it wedge cut and so i was just like dude i'm not putting a cow hood on this car, it will ruin it. Um, no Hilburn, so no Hilburn injection I, out the hood or anything like that. Right. So I don't know. I woke up in the middle of the night and I'm like, dude, what if we add the to the back and don't take nothing out of the front? It'll give it that wedge cut look. There you go. So you instead of taking out of the front and nothing at the back, you add metal in the back and take nothing out of the front. Reverse wedge cut. But then where do you determine where the 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 heightening begins? Like where, where do you determine where you start adding and how do you blend that? At the very back. Okay. And uh, every, I think he's asking how far does that pie yeah. section go to the yeah, front? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I meant. Like does it go all right, so what, what we did what we did is we pivoted the wedge cut on the A pillars. So the front actually did go down a little bit, okay. but we didn't cut nothing. Okay. We didn't have to change anything there. We just had to change the angle of the rocker where it met the fender. Okay. Because okay? that's what changed. And the fender bottom a little bit now each car is different you know a tri-5 chevy you have no body lines so you can wedge cut that thing anywhere in between you know the bottom of the door glass to the rocker now a 61 impala 
you've got pretty crazy body lines running the whole length of the car. So you can't disrupt that. And plus one of the things that I really wanted to do was get those body lines. I wanted the upper body line running downhill and I wanted the lower body line running almost parallel with the ground. All right. Cause those cars, when you look at them in their original form, they look, especially when they're sitting level, it looks like a tree has fallen on the back of them, you know, or like a kid with a dirty diaper, you know, they just, they, they don't look right. So we actually did the wedge cut below the lower body line and raised all of that up and changed the angle of those two body lines. On a scale of one to complicated AF, where where does that that just sounds like i mean i know you do this stuff all the time so is is that something with the experience that you guys have is that something where you just kind of go okay cool and you just start cutting or actually actually that was probably one of the easier mods we did to the really because we we totally cut the car apart we took it apart at every scene you know like everywhere where the factory put the car together at we drilled all the spot welds off, pulled the quarter panel off as a whole, pulled the door skins off as a whole, you know, pulled the roof off as right. a whole. So it was just a skeleton of a car sitting there. So you just go in there and add structure where you need to add structure. Then you just cut the quarter panel where you want it to cut, add what you need to add in there. So and, you, raise, you know, you, I mean, you it, raise it as a skeleton and then you hang the panels back and you go, okay, I need to stretch them this much kind of thing. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. That still sounds complicated AF to my to my brain. So, just now, where you I get do. where you get really complicated on on this particular one, and and most of them, if you're doing a reverse wedge cut, is around the rear bumper, the tail lights, all of that stuff, because you want it to appear to be stock. So what we did back there was we added a little here and a little there and a little here and a little there and a little here. You know what I mean? So it all looks proportionally correct. If you would have just added all of it, like underneath the tail light between the tail light and the bumper, it would have looked too tall. It would look goofy. If you would have just added it all to the bumper, you know, like to the body behind the bumper and then, you know, made the bumper bigger, then it would have looked out of proportion. So there's a little under the tail light. There's a little in the bumper. There's a little below the bumper, you know. So basically, if God had added a little bit here and there instead of adding this entire five head that I have, I would be yeah. much more proportional and and better looking is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah that's kind of what I figured. Um, I just, yeah, it makes it makes total sense when you explain it, but. I've never heard that term before. It's cool to it's. I, thanks for the explanation on that because I well, a lot of a lot of people just wedge I, I, my 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 question is is reverse wedge cut accepted nomenclature? So I feel like this had needs to have a different term because in my mind, reverse wedge cut. If you're just going to talk about a reverse wedge cut, rather than the cut being you know more at the front, less at the back, reverse would be more at the back, less at the front. That would be reversing the wedge cut. You're actually wedge cut cutting and adding. So I feel like reverse wedge cut isn't really the right nomenclature here. Call it, I feel like you need to come up with a name. You call it whatever the process. hell you want to call it. The big oak extension? You, you want to go with that? <laughs> go with the big oak extension? That's what I'm – it's got to be like the big oak cut or the, the, <laughs> the big oak uh, something. The big oak – the big when you special. said reverse wedge cut, the first thing that I thought, though, because I, I thought the wedge cut would be like if this is, and I'm going to do this on a on a podcast where no one can see it, but if the front of the car is here and the rear of the car is here, I figured a, a normal wedge cut would be you have a bigger gap at the back and it angles to the front of the car and you basically you jack the body up and then you fill that body panel in. And then a reverse to me would have been you had the wider – raise at the front of the car and the, the the front of the car was raised up and the back of the car was was narrower 
than than the well, factory. A, a wedge cut, a wedge cut is a wedge cut, no matter if what you, you do take it. off the front, take it out of the front, or take it out of the right. back. Where a reverse wedge cut is where you you cut it and raise it up and add in a pie section. Okay. No matter how you look. Okay. I mean, hey, you're the guy. Oh, you're saying a wedge cut is you're removing metal and a reverse wedge cut, you're adding metal. That's Correct. why it's reversed. There you okay. go. Okay. And that's what I keep that sitting makes, here thinking is, is, your poor, yeah. is your poor welder. Hey, I want a half inch strip of metal <laughs> added here. I want three quarters added here. Well, what you do is you don't do it that way or it'll look like teetotal dog shit. So you make... You decide where you want that wedge cut at, and you build the car from that point down. So like on a door skin, you know, you're not just going to add a half inch to an eighth inch. You're just going to build the door skin from there down. Yeah, so you, 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 uh, you have you're talking uh, about fabricating entire new panels or section, yeah, sections mm-hmm. of the you panel. You have one right. seam to do. Right. Which, is what, which is what we did. So you just have one weld versus two right close right. to each other, which warps. You know, you can metal yeah. finish and do. It's just, you know, twice as hard. It just makes the car heavier. You use a little bit more bondo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just, just lap weld them and bondo weld, weld it. <laughs> yeah, Eastwood sells those little things that stair step it, and then you just lay it over and. Yeah. <laughs> you just get some glass sheet or or you could hey. You could lead it. You could you could actually lead the seams. That'd be awesome. Just throw the lead just, in. Just there. lead the hell out of it. <laughs> and that way you wouldn't have to worry about like any coilovers or, or any anything to actually drop it. You just let the lead weigh the stock suspension down. And yeah. it just scrapes. Lead lead. It's perfect. That's right. What's going on in the wonderful world of museums, Derek? Well, it's not the best time for museums, so we don't really need to talk about okay. that because I have a lot of colleagues that are are not doing so hot at their, you know, in their the yeah. field because we're not looking good coming out of this uh, pandemic. So, but at the Corvette Museum, things are going okay. I, I don't want to sound that's really where I was uh, going. You know, I was I was I'm bragging or anything. I mean, we're doing well. We're we're holding our own, and um, we're going to have some pretty cool announcements coming up on donations over the next couple months that I can't talk about right now. So once they come out, we can talk about them on the podcast. And before we started this, John brought up the, the, that other thing that I'm doing. <laughs> that's, that's not no driving gloves, but we actually did last night. We went and explored this, this virtual reality tech and it was a live concert inside VR. And the whole time I'm in there, and it's this—it's a concert in the round, but it's re, it's a reverse concert in the round. We'll we'll go to well, the reverse wedge cut now goes to reverse concert in the round. You're in you're on the stage basically. You're in the middle of the of the theater or whatever it is, and the band was all around you, and you could just turn around and you could see lead singer, guitarist, drummer. Marshall Stacks, and there was this all this VR show and and all these graphics added into it. Like it wasn't a laser show; it was just like an art show. But hang on, hang on. Mar- Marshall Stacks, which which band is he in? Is he in the Marshall yes, band? Yes, definitely. He was the leader. Is he Marshall of Marshall? Leader, yeah, yeah, Marshall Mathers, I think, is is also he's the more modern version. Um, but it, I mean, the only reason I'm, I'm bringing this up is that tech coupled with being able to take like a virtual tour of the the Corvette Museum or any any museum for that matter, or being able to actually you know do a walk around in VR of a particular exhibit and have someone curate that experience, and I, that's something that maybe museums would would want to look at if you're not already looking at it. I, I would imagine that there are some museums that are that are going there. There's there may be some museums <clears throat> looking into that. Right, that's kind of what I figured. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you if you haven't been on the website, there is a uh, virtual tour of the cave that's under the museum. Yeah, I was thinking there was one of the the Japanese museums where that was that way too. Is that you can do the entire 
entire museum through your VR headset. This was actually a Japanese concert. But, you know, shocking. It's, but it's, Japan is so far ahead of this when it comes to that VR, XR, AR tech stuff. Cool stuff there, man. It's, it's to, to see what's going to happen with... I'm still into the RR. The RR, the, the real reality. You want yeah. the real reality? I mean, I, so am I, but it's, it, it is, there's something to be said for being able to, I, I sat in my house in Birmingham and took a trip to Japan yesterday for an hour and watched a live concert with a bunch of other folks. And it was really, it was good. It was cool. It was, and it was interactive. It was like, I was having conversations with people. You could walk into, like, if you had it set up in the museum or, big oak or you know wherever you want to set these experiences up at you can walk in and actually you know have these conversations and interact with with people that are i don't i don't want to say that people are standing in front of you but it feels like it after you're in there for 10 or 15 minutes you forget it's so is this was this behind a paywall did mm-hmm. you have to pay no it was it was in uh it was called vr chat as the the program and it's in this thing called vcat 5 um and this is something that i think the automotive world is actually going to jump onto as well vcat 5 is a virtual market it's the fifth one that they've had they set it up for about three weeks every year and it's basically just they, they created 41 different worlds to allow vendors to come in and sell avatars and, and different world elements and all kinds of different stuff. And there's over a million people that visit this thing every year now. And they've expanded it to like Comic-Con events. And I would be shocked if someone at SEMA is not already looking into this as far as being able to do a digital events, uh, you know, alongside the real world stuff as we open back up. CES has to jump on this. Um, say all I see and this is to me the driverless car Tesla thing and the what 2020 has done is yes it's accelerated a lot of I think this VR and let's see what all we can do from home and I just always go back to the movie Idiocracy and that's what I'm seeing is I don't have to go anywhere I'm just going to be a fat blubbering buffoon sitting in my lazy boy with a refrigerator in the armrest it's more and and you know my you know my shipped guy is going to bring groceries directly to me and sit in front of me or my uber eats guy i'll never have to do anything again and i find that very yeah i know that's where technology is going i just find it scary and unfortunate to the youth of this age and then their kids, you know, two generations from now, I'll be honest, 2022 is going to be a whole different world than 2019 was, but 2052, 2072, when I'd be 101, it's, there's going to be no comparison. I mean, you can still compare the year 2000 to the year 1900 you can still compare it and see some similarities yeah there's a lot of tech changes but the fact that we're never going to have to do anything they say it's the movie idiocracy it's a song in the year 2525 it's i don't know about never have to do anything but john it has electrolytes yes (laughs) (laughs) it has what it has what plants crave I, I don't know about the not have to do anything thing. I, I, I think commerce, as we know it, is going to, to profoundly change over the next five, five years, ten years. Uh, but I think John's right. I think but it, commerce, yes. But you yourself just, just even said that experience is going oh, to change. Oh, experience is definitely going to change. You as well. do a concert. Yeah, it's, it's going to. I mean, what is life? What is life without commerce or experience? What are you going to do? I'm going to go get in my you car just and go for it. a drive. home would be a fat, blubbering blub, like John said. <laughs> yeah, because you, ju- you just said it. You're, you're in Birmingham and you went to Japan. So why the heck do I need to ever go yeah. to Japan? You know, oh, I want to tour the like, Kremlin. I'll just go do it VR. And, and there's going to be a point where we're not going to be able to distinguish. Sean, you just said, I'm going to go out and get in my car and drive. Yet your company itself is pioneering 
driving simulators and virtual driving on racetracks. So why do you why do you need to go out and drive a car if you can get into your simulator and and race the Nurburgring from Birmingham? Oh, I got it. I got it. He's going to drive his car and meet the Uber Eats guy <laughs> at McDonald's and then drive it back to his house. And then it'll be sitting in front of. No, nah, I'll just let my Tesla drive go. itself to McDonald's while I sit here. No, I, I, I see exactly. it. I see it more as you you order your carry out from Taco Bell or you order your Uber Eats. Then you get into your simulator and you pretend to drive to Taco Bell, and then you drive home. And about that time, the Uber guy shows up at the door with your Taco Bell. <laughs> no, 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 no. You you sit your simulator chair by your window, Perfect. and you drive up in the simulator to the drive up window and your delivery guy is waiting on the other side of the window That's and all you it. <laughs> open it up and it's like you're at the I actually kind of want to film that video. I think that's hilarious. Or or you 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 get in your simulator and you drive to Taco Bell and not that Taco Bell sponsoring or anything, but you drive to Taco Bell. All restaurants in the future. And you order Bell. at the drive through window in VR and then you drive home because you're Uber Eats guy is at Taco Bell in reality, picking up your food to meet you. To but you actually drove a restaurant. Dude, we're I'm we're, we're going like twelve layers into Inception now. It's it's terrifying, but it's coming. It's it's. Do you do you, Sean? Do you prefer the red pill or the blue pill? Yeah, and and I mean there there's no, there's no stopping it. But I'll be honest, I'm going to be. You know, I just turned 49. I'm glad I'm going to be dead in 30 or 40 years. <laughs> I'm not at all. I think it's exciting. And I, it's exciting where it, where, it can, where it can go. And to answer your question, Derek, always the red pill. Always take the red pill. Yes, you guys need to decide red pill Always or take blue the red pill. pill. Always. Either that, always the yellow wire. Either that or you take them both at the same time, and basically you've taken the purple pill, which is Prilosec, and you're going to need a lot of it. Oh, my God. Did we really just get, we, we went down that road. We just, yeah. I don't know how that related back to automobiles. It really <laughs> wasn't, it really wasn't a road, Sean. It's virtual. It's a virtual road. Virtual road. It's, it's not a road. It's Tron. It is not. A, if it's virtual, it is it's, not. It's pale. Will, 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 you need to open up your mind to the virtual world. Okay. Oh it's where life is going. And plus, it does play into car talk here, John, because this is where things are heading. Nowhere. Self-driving cars, self-driving cars, less and less work for humans to do. And it's this, all of this, it's like you said, all of this technology, this is where things are heading. The automotive world is headed that way. What? Because self-driving cars, all of it that's coming is all based in all the work that's being done in virtual reality and augmented reality and all the different things that are going on play into self-driving automobiles. Pods, it's supposed to free up more time for us to do things that we truly want to do, but will it? I don't know. You know what? I want to drive. It brings up a whole new meaning to, you know, that guy at work that, you know, works harder to get out of work than just to do his job. This is where this is going. We John Vianney. as 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 a whole, the United States have worked harder to try to get out of work. So now everything's virtual reality, self-driving cars. I mean, come on. Yeah, but think how easy it's going to be to build your hot rods. All you got to do is go I'll, in and I'll just push think. Some of, I'll just think about it. Exactly. Well, you could think about it, and then those thoughts would become CAD files, and then those CAD files would transfer to the printer out in your shop, and it would just print the panels for you. What? You don't even have to do that. You just build it on a damn computer and look I at it. I can do that it. for Yeah, because ev- everybody's going to SEMA in a digital world. Why do you need a real car? I can totally. No. <laughs> um, that's, that's when I, I become a, a hot rod builder. I can, do the, I can do the 3DS Max work. That's not a problem. What you said, Sean, makes no sense. Is oh, yeah, we're doing all of this to free up more time so that we can do other things. How much free? To, you know, I just got done saying I've worked sixty days straight. You were saying before, you know, we got on the podcast that you might not make this show because you're buried in work. 
Will's buried in work with, you know, he's lucky right now. He's got like a week off, but he was buried all last fall. Derek, I don't know. He, you know, he works for a nonprofit. He gets to goof off. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. I don't have like 30 exhibits to do this before year. Before no. we made these no. computers and before, you know, ENAC and all of that, we had free time. You know, Henry Ford even designed his portion of the Industrial Revolution. That's why the 40-hour work week came into being. You got paid. You had Sunday to go to church. But Saturday, you could go out and spend that money he paid you. And we don't. if it wasn't for, you know, the Rainforest Company, I'd never buy anything because I don't have time to go to a store. It's It's the times we live in, man. But, I mean, they're... If we want to spin this back around to to something vehicular in nature, there's some cool cars out there coming that, that it came out last year and are coming out next year. I mean, you like that BMW? Yeah, I mean, if that's there. what you want, then you go get you that BMW. That's I I fully support you driving what makes you happy. And if that makes, I you would happy, never go buy one because I'm not going to spend that much money on a small car with not a lot of power. But I'm trying to think. It reminds me of Bugs Bunny. The no, it reminds me of the snout on an animal, and I can't place what animal. Lean again, John. I need to figure this out. It still reminds me of an alpha. There's, there's it, it reminds me of an animal, and I don't know what. It's just like a giant snout. Just that would be perfect if you started it up and it went. That's, there you go. That's my 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 French bulldogs over here snoring. Well, the, the electric version will have to make noises. So, <laughs> just record that real quick. The BMW instead of having pops and bangs coming out of the exhaust, every the the, the overrun should come out of the grill in the form of a. That'd <laughs> be perfect. Oh man, did you? I that just made me think. Did you guys see that company? Oh. Dang it. Now I'm not going to remember what it is. There's a company making a digital exhaust now that goes in the back of your car. And it's you've got an app on your phone and you can change the sound of the car. And it all it all communicates with the ECU, the computer within the car. And so as it's reading what the revs and things are, it will actually change the sound. Now Hang we have virtual exhaust. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that Ford offers what a four thousand dollar exhaust on the Mustang that is, you know, has four or five different loudness settings. This sounds this sounds like something very similar, where it's probably I assume the muffler or resonator in that has some baffles that are computer controlled and right. But it's this is this is like a whole step beyond that where like for you it's it's mostly for electric cars where you can you mount this thing yeah you mount it you mount it in the back of your car up underneath it actually has a what looks like a tailpipe and plays sounds god i wish i could find it we call this ghost cam that was actually one of uh, Lotus Engineering's big projects over the last 10 years is working on sound effects for electric cars. If anybody understands Lotus Engineering, they do a lot of engineering for a lot of other companies. That's what keeps Lotus funded or has always kept Lotus funded until, you know, the recent buyouts and becoming a Chinese car company. But the engineering arm always paid for the car company to exist and they they were working on that with variable sounds and different you know tunable things and a lot of cars now have through their sound system that changes the exhaust note because the cars are so soundproof you don't hear your exhaust and the car pipes in the the exhaust note to you through the audio system you know it's again i mean i think i think ford has been doing that for a while. Well, it does because it's all through the audio system. Just change your graphic EQ. You know, get that re. <laughs> that and the the induction noise tube piped in under the dashboard from a bunch of different cars. Yeah, that drives me crazy. 
I, the best digital sound that I've heard, the best, I guess, derived sound for an EV that I've heard so far is the Taycan. I, I love the Jetsons. <laughs> I actually have a Jetsons noise for the Taycan. There you go. The, the best sound that you've heard in an EV is something that was created in the 60s. The good old days. It wasn't created by a new engineer. <laughs> but it was, it was the 60s idea of, of 2020. Of a future car, yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, and if I, I could get up and go, like, go to the Futuraka cycle and get a pizza in a pill form. And... Could, you, could we get one that, you know, in our electric car that as we, like, push down, it just goes, wah, wah, sure. wah, 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 you could do whatever you want. Wah, wah. It should do that when you cut it off. That's what it needs to do. When you, when you talk. Oh, actually, what, what would be great? No, I want one that <laughs> as you're driving around. Yeah, I want, no, I want one that as you're driving around. On. It's just going. Constant rod knock. You just got a rod knock. All of these are really good ideas, actually. I think it'd be, oh. that's something that Tesla would do. Tesla does some bonkers crap, man. Tesla would absolutely. Do. I think. I think we need to bring out. We need to bring out the no driving gloves, electronic exhaust for electric cars, and it needs to be rod knocking. Uh, muffler has fallen off. Um, just anything we can come up with. Just anything. Well, I thought Tesla. I, I saw I saw this on like uh, Millennium's um, Millennials and Cars or whatever. One of these Facebook groups that's run by a friend of mine, and I think we we all know know who runs it. And somebody was asking him because he's got a Tesla Model Three that they had heard a rumor that Elon had introduced a um, sound that the car can produce that. Um, I guess flatulence. <laughs> so that now you can have your Tesla fart just as you're pull going up in a crowd of people. <laughs> <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I swear it was the car, man. I swear it was it was the car. It was <laughs> it'll launch if it'll launch you, a stink bomb every time. Dude, have it. you seen the guy that builds That's the? Funny, um, right there. It's the thief. <laughs> like the, he puts the package on the door on the doorstep, and it's got. The glitter bomb. Oh, the glitter the, bomb. It's got the, the fart the spray bomb. in it. Yeah. And the fart spray. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, man. That's yep. – we need that <laughs> on a Tesla. You know what? I want I want one mounted under my under a Tesla, if I get it, that n- makes the sound of a steam car and has, like, a fog machine. So it's just like – There's just, just steam dry ice dripping water on it underneath it. <laughs> yes. We can t- all of this is doable. All of this is I know, honestly though the 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 sound symposer for EVs with the rod knock and the muffler dragon and a cracked muffler a cracked exhaust manifold <laughs> just uh, you know it's a V8 with two cylinders down is the hard miss and just all oh you gotta have you gotta have as you're braking you gotta have like your brake pad is just worn to the down rotor, to the, it's metal on metal you know, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a Honda with a fart pipe. <laughs> Year, years ago, years ago, I had this 85 Escort wagon and I was driving home one evening and I turned left off of, for people who know where I'm from, off Pioneer Parkway on the University Boulevard and the exhaust fell off. Catalytic converter back. On, on the road i stopped picked it up put it on the luggage rack tied it down so then i'm driving home and you know what an escort sounds like without an exhaust we've all heard that it happens all the time and a cop actually pulled me over and said you know seems like you have an exhaust issue uh, <laughs> yeah did you have an exhaust on this car i said yeah it's on the roof but I'm all of a sudden thinking now. Now we can reproduce that sound of not having. Are they going to have to make that illegal? Would that mm. be illegal? Interesting. <laughs> it's all about how yeah, loud it level. is. You know. If, I guess that goes back to the audio system, and because of 
our generation with the we can't hear your car stereo right. 50 feet away you know <laughs> if I, I had one though i'd want mine to sound like a two-stroke i was just saying you need one with a dirt bike and you know where this all leads to in about 30 years people wanting Man. silent yep. cars it, it leads to the simulator <laughs> thing that derek was talking about where the Man. uber eats driver about, pulls up to my window and i pull my vr visor up and i take my food from it can we can we get it where it sounds like a chainsaw cutting through a log just ring, 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 ring. we can do it we can do anything oh yeah like an old jackal think about song. what the silent cars are going to do <laughs> I mean, for the drive-by shootings though then silencers will be mandated <laughs> so you'll have silent cars and all drive-by shootings will have to be committed with silent silent games. weapons so nobody will even nobody will even know what shot them. I, I disagree because they're still going to have car yeah. stereos. They're still going to have eighteen inch subs in the back. So you know you don't you don't hear the six four roll up <laughs> on you and blow out the the, uh, the windows six, of the house. Six to eighteen. 18 you hear the thump and bass and then and, the guns. and twenty three other speakers and twenty five hundred watts, um, but everything is played at ASMR volume. It, it's not going to be no. The problem though. here is that they're going to get a sound machine for their gun. They're going to roll the nine millimeter, pull the trigger. It's going to sound like an AK. But it's all going to be virtual. Remember, you know, you're just going to drive by and shoot somebody virtually in your virtual car with your virtual gun. All while sitting, and they're virtually going to die. Right, all while sitting at home, becoming a fat blubbery blob. That's more Wally than it is idiocracy. Have y'all seen Wally, where they're in the spaceship and they're all like floating around on the barges? They've- We've seen that, but I'm thinking the guy in Idiocracy where they ended up breaking in through his back window or something, and he's sitting in his chair with his you know hundred inch TV in front of go him. Go away, go away. Has his whatever I can't remember. I want to say slurm, but I can't remember the beverage of choice. Brando. All electrolytes. It's Brondo. Yeah, it's totally LA. This guy what plants crave. I'm thinking the I same thing. I might have thing. to watch that tonight like, or need tomorrow. To, need to watch that movie again, although it's to me it's a horror movie because it's like you said, John, it's all too quickly becoming reality. It's not a horror movie, it's a documentary. <laughs> it's 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 totally a do- <laughs> Yeah, or yeah, it's a documentary from the future. <laughs> That's what yeah. yeah. It was written as a comedy, but very quickly became a documentary. But no, it, it actually wasn't written as comedy because time travel is real and it is a documentary. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, it's I like the 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 mobile Hardys or the 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 like this Hardy stand where the the lady walks up to it and she's like she puts her money in and it's like take your extra big ass fries and then they end up it ends up taking her kids away from her because she beat on the thing and then they knock out gases her and then your kids have been put in the custody of Carl's Jr. Is, uh, if you haven't seen the movie, you should watch wonderful it. In so many ways. Watch the movie, yes. And we're not being sponsored no, by that either. We have no sponsors. I just keep sitting here thinking that you should be... Too bad I can't put a music track into a podcast because of the old song, Reality Used to Be a Friend of Mine. And it's just... That, that always plays in my head. <laughs> I believe you could actually put music into the podcast, John. Uh, actually, it's... You could. But then it would yeah, get pulled down. You you can do it. No, you just have to use old enough music that there's no issue. So I mean, if we can pull some like you know, I don't think reality Paul used Bill. to be a friend of mine from 1926. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm not saying that specific. I'm just saying you could use music. It would just have to be from like 1727. No, I th- I they uh, actually I'll know next week because the feed the po- one of the podcasts I listen to about podcasting they always update you in their first episode in January how new a music you can use and we're like at twenty four or twenty five, but we all know it's all going to end at twenty eight. No, you're never going to be able to use any audio after nineteen twenty eight because that's when Disney came around. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hey, there's some good music pre-1928. It's perfect. Just, is, is it? I think we're going to end it right there. 
are we going to end it there? Are we going to go get? Are we going to go get? Are we going to go get a zamboni? Yeah. We weren't ending yet. There wasn't a Zamboni discussion. Well, I know where this virtual Zamboni discussion is going to go, and I really don't want to talk about Zamboni from hell or whatever that game is. You know, is. maybe maybe, maybe 2021, we don't need to talk about Zambonis. It just ends here. Why don't you virtually leave the we're gonna, Zamboni We're going to virtually leave the Zamboni parked at the 2020 Virtual Ice Arena, and we're going to move on. Amen, brother. Well, wow. On I'm, I'm kind of sad. Good to see y'all. The 2020 killed the Zamboni. <sighs> it had it, it. It was inevitable. It had. I'm to. sorry, guys. On that depressing note, that we no longer have Zambonis. I'm out of here. With with that, gentlemen, I will leave you with Zeppelin. A Zeppelin doesn't work. Why can't it, it just be a bony? More than one tire. It's not really like a car. Some of them do. Actually, I don't know if Some Zeppelins do. I know blimps do, but Zeppelins always, didn't they always dock on the, the mooring masts? Oh, that's true. Which actually, there's still a mooring mast in downtown Birmingham, in case you do want to swing by Birmingham in your Zeppelin. But I might get a Zeppelin. It might be easier to get to downtown. They're making they? a comeback. I'm just making a comeback. The Goodyear blimp is no longer a blimp. The new fleet is Zeppelins. They're Goodyear Zeppelins. You see, they're they're quiet and they can take advantage of all this noise technology. They're, we just they're also faster. They're I, I'm done, first. guys. I'm I'm hitting stop. <laughs> now I just I, I'm picturing a. Thank you for listening, and remember to look us up at nodragonggloves.com. There you can find back episodes, links to products we recommend, and links to all of our social media. Be sure to tell a friend about us. No Dragon Gloves is edited and produced by J. Lewis Productions.